This weekend at the box office, the hierarchy of the DC Universe continues to change. Audiences last weekend, it turns out, had purchased round-trip tickets to Paradise, and we better pray for the devil, because his new film didn't do so well. Plus, it's Halloween... <laughs> Plus, Halloween is about to end. I do have an it's in there for some reason. And so is Flick or Treat, as we discuss the most recent films in the Michael Myers canon. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 200... And I don't even trust myself anymore. Fifth, yep, sixteenth. No, nope. sixteenth. It was fifteenth last time. Oh man, sixteenth episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah, and let me pitch you on this. Pray for the devil, except instead of, uh, I guess not instead of, it's the same movie, but also there's a predator in it. Sure. And it's uh, about Native Americans. And actually oh. remove all the rest of the stuff about Pray for the Devil. I see. And then insert a mud pit. Uh, and I think, I think you'd have a recipe for success there. I may be crazy, but I, I like where I'm going with this, you know? I do. Uh, maybe maybe clean up the title a little bit. Uh, it is uh, it is Halloween weekend, Halloween weekend. Uh, and so for my top five this week, I wanted to do a definitive horror movie ranking. Uh, while doing so... I realized that the top of the horror movie list is like pretty much settled. There's not a lot of wiggle room. So what I've done is my top five horror movies, non-franchise edition. These movies can be remade, Mm -hmm. but they cannot have a sequel or prequel and certainly not. A large number of sequels. Okay. Uh, so your your big uh, your big heavy hitters, uh, your your Halloween, your Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw, All Out, Shining Out. I uh, there are a couple of remade movies on this list. I uh, but everything a little felt feels a little more personal while still uh, still being high quality. My number five is The Wicker Man. Uh, a movie that I uh, had never seen until you uh, you showed me shortly after the pandemic, the quarantine era of the pandemic, yep. I suppose. Uh, and always, of course, knew of the Nicolas Cage remake of The Wicker Man. Very silly. There's bees, etc. Uh, was not prepared for how weird and creepy the original Wicker Man would be. I. Uh, more it also takes place on like the island and like the location you I think would hope to die in one day. Sure, yeah, and sort of the uh, the the Celtic Isles mm-hmm. uh, up there. Uh, I'd kind of I, I don't know that I'd like to die there. <laughs> Seems bad to die there. They put you into fucking wicker men. Uh, I'd like to survive my trip to the Isles. Uh, but yeah, just incredibly weird and unique movie that I was not uh, not prepared for and was uh, was really happy to see. Number four is The House of the Devil, a movie that I think you and I have talked about on this podcast a lot. We mm-hmm. certainly talked about it in real life a lot. Uh, one of the most singular, uh, stressful horror movie experiences I've ever had. 
Uh, it does wane a little bit on rewatch, just because you know what it is you're getting. This constant push of tension and tension and something's going to happen, but then it doesn't until you're just an unspooled pile of madness. But that first watch, and it's still very good on rewatch. It's still very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the first watch of The House of the Devil uh, is, like it. is unlike uh, unlike anything I had, like uh, I had ever experienced. Uh, number three, the slasher entry onto this list in Black Christmas, mm-hmm. the second the, movie that has been remade twice, the original. in fact. Uh, but yes, the original Black Christmas. I... Uh, one of those movies that because it had it had been remade a few times and like I knew of the 2000s remake that I'd never seen but was like pretty confident it was bad and then there was the uh, the tw- I think the 2019 was when they remade it a second time mm-hmm. uh, which also also just didn't like didn't look that good didn't really work out uh, you don't have you don't have high expectations for the original version of these movies I uh, but the first Black Christmas is incredible. I uh, it's a like a, a very a very standard slasher movie formula, but just works uh, works on its own. Does yeah. just Great enough atmosphere. different. Great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. The atmosphere is incredible. The opening scene mm-hmm. of this movie the phone call with the phone call is what. <laughs> thank you uh, for doing that. Uh, he does that in the movie. <laughs> he does quite a bit. What else does he do? <laughs> doesn't he squeal too? Yeah, I think he does a lot of pig business. Yeah, I one one of the one of the most disturbing things uh, I've heard, I guess. There's not there's in a good not way. a lot to see. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, I number two, my uh, my two and one uh, decision was tough. Uh, there's one movie that I think I thought was better, and one movie that I think I thought was scarier. I'm waiting for misery on this list. I uh, misery. Loves company, but not the company of my top five here. Ooh, did not uh, make it. Didn't quite get on. Wow. Uh, though certainly, uh, certainly is in contention. It's an incredible film. Number two is The Witch. Okay. Uh, I guess that, yeah. I mean, it, we, we haven't given those movies enough time, to, but they probably wouldn't anyway. But, you know. Oh, you just... Uh, the, More the sort recent, of recent ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah, but go yeah, okay, the witch. Yeah, the uh, and you know, I didn't I didn't really consider sort of the uh, the next uh, the next tier down of recent horrors of like your your it follows, your babadooks. Your uh, yeah. Cuz those 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 I agree do kind of feel uh feel not quite settled yet. Mm-hmm. These two movies at least to my mind are they are settled in I wonder the, uh, what the horror one canon. is then cuz what I'm thinking of came out after the witch. I uh, s- yeah, this I think my number one came out after The Witch as well. Okay. Definitely did. Pretty def yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh The Witch. Two thousand eighteen maybe? Probably. I I've kind of yeah. sp- I've kind of lost track exactly, but that's mm-hmm. that feels right. Uh let's say a year before Midsummer. Was it only a year? Wow, good for him. Uh yeah, The Witch is incredible. Uh a movie that I think is is truly scary and disturbing. Uh, your favorite movie, and of that it year. was my favorite movie of that year. Twenty. Your number one on this list was not your favorite movie of that no, year. No, I know. And that's why I say I think The Witch is probably a better movie, <laughs> but it's not quite as scary. The other movie was scarier. It kept me up at night, which just movies don't do. 
anymore. I the witch is so specifically well drawn, I yeah. that it just kind of it just kind of blew me away. Yeah. It was completely sucked into that universe. I the way that the titular witch kind of makes her appearance known in the baby scene, I mm-hmm. uh, really really messed up. Just the impl- the implications that like this crazy puritanical family <sighs> kicked out of their own village because they're too religious, and like, well, they were right. The devil's here. Mm-hmm. It's coming for you. I uh, just in- incredibly like mesmerizing and well done to me. Uh, but not quite as scary as Hereditary, which is the uh, the number one movie on my list. I uh, do you own that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got that on. Blu-ray. I keep you know every now and then I look on like Amazon and Best Buy for just cheap Blu-rays, yeah. and it's always under five bucks. Should I buy Hereditary? And then I don't for some reason. Well, you could just borrow it from me. Yeah. I, I I plan to own movies at you. I'm gonna buy eventually Twelve Angry Men on Criterion. Sure. I yes, Hereditary, one of the most hyped up horror movies of the past ten years, probably. I I very much remember when it was coming out, everyone being like, This is the new scariest movie ever made. Yeah. It's like exorcist level shit. Uh and that that happens every so often and just never quite comes true. And this like this to me it it, it came true. It, it worked out. I uh, it could not sleep well the night after watching Hereditary. Which is just like not not even remotely true of any of the other movies on this list, or uh, you know any of the other scary movies that we've watched throughout this season, it just doesn't really happen anymore. And so for a movie to do that to me, uh, it earns it the number one spot. All right. Are you looking for ones that I, you may have missed? I uh, know. I mean, if you've got, uh, if you've got I, there's them, no uh, way I could have a list of that this yeah. quickly. But I mean, misery was a uh, was a good uh, was misery. A good you got Carrie. Although yeah, that did Carrie. get one sequel, it but did. like they were not. That doesn't count. Um, you know, it's not like the Omen where it's like the same character. I don't think. Um, the Rage. You got uh, the Wailing. I'll give that one a shout. Yeah, the Wailing's great. Train to Busan. Uh, in consideration. What other foreign language ones? Um, and do I just own any uh, horror movies that don't have sequels? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's good. You really just think about a lot of the uh, the more recent ones because yeah. they just. We're in, a, we're in a renaissance. We're in a renaissance, and also the, we're not we're not of a time where every successful movie, critically acclaimed movie, gets a sequel. Whereas that was very much the kind of thing back then. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, you you said the Babadook, and you said it follows, and you're next. I'll throw out there as well. Um, Too bad, don't breathe doesn't count. Yeah, because uh, that would be a good one. Um. Yeah, I think you got it covered. All right. The Invitation. Uh, oh yeah. Is that a horror movie? I was thinking that's just yeah, a thriller. Uh, it's on I mean, the line. People are getting murdered at the end, but yeah. it, it's all about intrigue at the beginning. Anyway, I agree. Good. All right. So let's go into the actual top five. Uh, <clears throat> Black Adam retained the number one spot. It made twenty-seven point seven million dollars. Yeah. It's a fifty-eight point seven percent drop. That's up to a hundred eleven point one. We're gonna do something different. Love this that. week because it's gonna be quicker. Okay. Say the Black Adam sets one more time. $27.7 million, mm-hmm. 58.7% drop. It's up to 111.1 total. 
Yeah, you know, that's a decent hold for Black. I mean, it could have collapsed. There's no competition right now, so I will give it that. But it's a hold that's, like, on par with a lot of Dwayne's other stuff, Hobbs and Shaw. Um, it's it's tough. The movie's going to get pretty much cut off at the knees yeah. by Black Panther in two weeks. But uh, so far, we're looking at probably about $175 million, which, again, isn't... Crazy good. That's right around what Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw maybe one sixty. I'd have to look it up, but um, it's not the breakaway success that I think everyone involved was hoping for. But I will say this again: The Rock is not that big of a movie star. If we look at his solo outings, this is pretty much top tier. Yeah, Jumanji's are an outlier. Christmas kid friendly ensemble cast. But Hobbs and Shaw, this is like San Andreas made like 160. Rampage just got over 100. Skyscraper didn't do well. I mean, it's just, it's, he totes himself as being that. And he can open a movie, but there is only so much his name will do. So it's a nice uh, chunk of change. The addition of Superman will probably help the sequel. Um, but I think it's a very solid double is what I would say for 175 million black Adam. That is just, I think right now it's holding at, um, 250 worldwide. I don't even think it's going to get to half a billion without China, uh-huh. which is of course up in the air right now. So, um, I think we're looking at solid double territory. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a huge unmitigated runaway success, but yeah. it is a success. All right. Next. Next is we Ticket to Paradise. We got too much to do today. We got a big yeah, flick yeah, of yeah, treat. Go ahead. Uh, Ticket to Paradise stayed at number two. That mm-hmm. made $10 million. It's 39.4% drop. That's up to 33.7. Yeah, really nice hold uh, for this, especially because this weekend is more for going out and being social. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly reaching the parents. And also, this is, again, a movie that could have just opened to 10. Sure. And I would have been like, oh, that's disappointing, but not like the worst thing in the world. So that's nice. It's at 33. Uh, it's, I think at this point, we're, 50 is a pretty good bet here. We'll see how it holds uh, with all the um, prestige indie films expanding and being wider because yeah. those are going to take away adult audiences. But this is a really nice little, uh, I would say, again, a double for this genre. The $85 million international gross is just crazy cool, and the movie will get probably... 130 heading toward 140 worldwide which is a lot of fun they cost a lot but universal i think knows it's going to do well on vod as well yeah so this is uh it's very nice to see it's a good hold yeah and what have we been talking about for a year plus just that these movies targeted at just like older adults they slow they're slow to get out yeah they're slow to get out and like in over the past year just like often don't get out at all right that's been that's been like the holdout group, right? Because of COVID, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're less the likely to, much. yeah, risk it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for this one this to nice. uh, to break through yeah. into normal success is very cool. It's very much like a if Downton Abbey. That the second movie was the first movie. Yeah. Uh, it would be an unqualified success because I don't think anybody really expected Downton Abbey to open a thirty like it did the first one. Right. No, it was crazy. And make. Uh, would it make 96 million domestic? But if you told me a Down Abbey adaptation was going to open to 16 and make 44, you'd be like, oh, wow, very Still cool. seems quite good. And so I think that's what we're looking at here is like that's that might be the bar f- yeah. going forward. 
Our number three this week was the opener Pray for the Devil, which opened to $7 million. Um, Yeah, not great. I mean, it didn't open super wide. I mean, it opened wide, but like it didn't get over 3,000 uh, screens, and it uh, it just barely made less per theater than Ticket to Paradise. But, you know, I really think that the marketing push was kind of soft on this movie. We saw trailers in theaters, but other than that, no one is really talking about this. Yeah. Um, so it's and also it's it's not usually great to open a horror movie on Halloween weekend because I the next I weekend for, yeah, they're fucked. But but see that. That still doesn't explain why it wouldn't do well this weekend. People are also people are going out. Yeah. It, um, you know, this is targeting young people and yeah. they're going out on Friday and Saturday of Halloween weekend. So um and there's also just an influx of horror films right now in theaters. So uh that played a part in this. This was never really gonna do that well. It had a decent enough trailer, but and a great title. Yeah. But um there's too much competition and too little fanfare for this kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Number four was Smile. It's made $5 million, a 40.4% drop. That is up to $92.3 million. Yeah, pretty fucking incredible. Again, seven, I will never stop saying it. $17 million budget originally intended for Paramount Plus um, before they the test screenings were immaculate, so they threw it into theaters. $22 million opening. We're at 92. It is going to pass Bullet Train. And again, could, emphasis on could, get close to Jordan Peele's nope when all is said and done. Either way, it is $14 million away from $200 million worldwide. That's nuts. Incredible. Very fun. Very yeah. fun. Uh, and a, a great movie we've said many times. Yes. Uh, and number five, Halloween Ends. And $3.8 million, uh, 52.1% drop. That is up to 60.3. Yes, and finally, uh, it, it this never stabilized even yeah. this weekend. We'll see about the Monday growth. I think it'll have a nice bump, but nothing crazy. So it's going to approach 70, and then it'll stop, and that is fine. That's still going to be the best total for a Halloween movie since the... Like, if you take out the last two, I'm pretty sure H2O is the highest grossing, and that was at 55. Even the Rob Zombie ones didn't make it over 60, I don't think. So even still, it will be the highest grossing aside from the last two, which is yeah. impressive. <clears throat> and uh, I'll say it again, uh, it's going to cross 100 million worldwide, this movie, and the for these three movies in total will gross over half a billion dollars on a budget of like 66. So they did fine. Uh, we always knew this one wouldn't do so graciously with, I mean, I think if smile underperformed, we it might be a different story, but either way, or if terrifier Two, which I'll talk about in a second, wasn't just doing what it's doing. Sure. But um, yeah, you know, it made what it made. It does. It didn't need to make any money. Yeah. Realistically, they made their money back. This is just a nice sweet uh, cap. And I do think it'll find its appreciation um, years from now, I, I I do think people look back on this and go, yeah, they did something interesting here, so that's okay. Uh, and then the last movie I really need to talk about is Terrifier Two, which I meant to look up and I didn't, so I'll do it now. It's a Shutter film. Um, it's a sequel to a movie called Terrifier. It is uh reported to be making people pass out and vomit, although those reports can of course be greatly exaggerated. Sure. 
Um, the director uh, then released a statement saying, oh, I didn't mean, I'm sorry for that happen. I didn't mean for that to happen. It's like, why did you put all this gross shit in your movie? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not oh, like, did you not like that? It's not <laughs> like, you know, the director of Peter Rabbit was like, people are passing out? What? Why are they doing that? Yeah. It's like, you know what you're doing. Um, it's a two and a half hour uh, film, 218. But it cost, hold on to your butt here, a Bloody Disgusting distributed it. Sorry, not Shudder. Okay. It's a Bloody Disgusting film. Got it. Uh, quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, this movie was crowdfunded, was it not? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I heard probably. that said in one place yes, once. Yes, yeah, so. the director, let's see. So he secured finances from private investors before filming and then launched an Indigo campaign uh, to help with the uh, practical effects-driven aspect of it. His goal was 50K. I don't know how much he did, but I, I don't care to look. Yeah. Um, either way, they released this in a few theaters. It was supposed to be a one-week engagement uh, four weeks ago and then just kept kind of sticking around. And so now that it also increased again and increased the amount of theaters, I'm guessing it's not going to do more than this. But if they wanted to keep it in theaters or even bump it up a little bit next weekend when we know nothing really is coming out, this right. could get to $10 million, which is very, very cool, regardless of, you know, I haven't seen the film, but it just doesn't appeal to me in general, but uh, it's very cool to see a movie cost that little and then just through enthusiastic audience response mm -hmm. and demand make this much money. It's not dissimilar to when Paranormal Activity, which uh, is in f top five uh, marketing campaign, I think, in history, oh, yeah. um, had their movie come out and say, say to show the trailer, and then at the end of the trailer, instead of it comes out on this date, it said, go to the website and demand that we bring it to your town, which left the impression that it might not come everywhere. If you want it, tell us you want it. Incredible. And so this is very similar where it was a one-week thing. People saw it, wanted to see it, and it's it's at $7 million. I mean, it's it's that's a lot of money. <laughs> so yeah. I, wanted to, yeah. I wanted to shout that out. And uh, that's all I got. All right, well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it, it make, make more, more or less than, than Little Women? Yeah. We all know how to play. I name a movie. Yeah. You tell me whether it made more or less right. than Little Women at the box I'm office. Ready. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came yep. out. You've already told me you're ready, so we're going right into number one. What is it? Christopher Robin. Um, Less. The Winnie the Pooh movie about Christopher less. Robin. That was a disappointment when that came out. Uh, yes, it was less. And that uh, came out in I'd... 2000 and, oh God, was that 19 or 18? I'm going to say 18. It was 18. Yeah, okay. Two points right off the bat. Boom, boom. Rattling them off quick. How can you do with your second film, Horrible Bosses? How can I do? Uh, oh boy, that's going to be closer. Christopher Robin, I know, was like 60-something. Um, I just looked at this movie, too, because it was on TV, so... I'm going to say more on that one. That's a good guess. It did make more. That came out in two th the, the sweet, sweet spot of when those movies, based on a stellar cast, could just open to like 20 yeah. and then end up grossing like 118. I'm going to say that's 2013. Not or quite. 12. Still no. 14. Absolutely not. Horrible Losses came out in 2015? Wow. No, it did not. Okay, what year did it come out then? 2011. Oh, all right. I was going the other way. I was like, what? Horrible Bosses came out in 2016. 
just before The Witch. Uh, speaking of comedies, your final film is Blades of Glory. Um, I'm going to say less on that one, but it's close. That just crossed 100, I think. Uh, that one's actually more. Is it more still? Blades All right, 2007. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So four-point outing, well done. All right. In uh, the Little Women game. Thank you. Uh, Little Women game, maybe, I think probably a transition game. You know, the uh, we're the, getting top, into the, the to Top Gun game lasted for quite a while. We're getting into the holiday season, so yeah. maybe switch it up to something holiday. Yeah, maybe a couple of, a couple of little transition games before we start or a longer term. Or the thing that I suggested uh, last week that I've already forgotten. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps that we'll, uh, we'll look into as once, yeah. the, once the holiday season passes. Uh, but in the meantime... Come and gone from a theater near you, Brian. Are you ready to go back in time? Yeah. Okay, so the year is 2008. The date is October 24th. Uh, two movies came out this weekend. Both did quite well in their opening. 2008? 2008. Couples Retreat. No. Hold on. Saw. Saw? I'm going to need you to be more specific. No, I mean, I'll get the, I'll get the number, but is it Saw before I do this, man? One of them is a Saw, yes. Saw... F- uh... Two, th- five, saw five. Um, we- oh boy, what did that open to? Shit, that uh, one opened in the number two spot. If that uh, helps, <laughs> what did that open to? Twenty. I don't think it was a thirty. Still, you know that movie defied expectations. I'll say thirty, even though I think it's wrong. Wonderful pivot. Thirty million dollars. Yeah, it's one thirty of those... million fifty three thousand nine hundred. Isn't that fucking nuts though? Five movies in five years, and yeah. it opens to thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy big one, and yet not was one. completely eclipsed by the number well, one. Well, it wasn't release. a horror movie, correct? No, it was not. Yeah, the um, exact opposite of a horror movie. So, a kids' movie, two thousand eight. You said I did. Cl- not Cloudy with Chance Meatballs. Um. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Uh, no, that had come out. Uh, oh. That was in its fourth week. Wouldn't, how about that? Wouldn't that have been interesting? Yeah. Um, all right, give me a clue. All right, this is also a sequel. Okay. a kids, Is it a kid's movie? Am I right in that area? Uh, yes, it is a, a young adult's movie. And you said perhaps? eclipsed. Yeah, I mean the it's it it didn't make like a hundred million dollars, but okay. uh, it's it's gross is in a tier above thirty. Uh, it was not uh, young adult. So we got not Twilight. That'd be that year. Not Harry Potter. All right, keep going. Okay, I do we see it? I you might have seen this. Okay. I did not. Okay, why? I, I just I wouldn't I wouldn't have any interest at all. Any interest? Is it a High School Musical? Yes. Senior year? Yes, it is. I didn't see it. I have been meaning to just watch those, just just to just to clear that culture, okay. you know, thing out of my head. Am I correctly remembering that the first two were not in theaters? That's absolutely correct. They were both on Dis. They were the biggest Disney or Channel original movies. The second one was the biggest premiere for a Disney Channel original movie. Like, and honestly, I think it was like good. Yeah, it might be raining. It is raining. It honestly might be good for, like. A regular show like it was that popular that yeah. some two years two summers before this so this was the finale and they put it in theaters 46 
42. Ah, damn. Well, little too much, but still, yeah, that's a, yeah. a, a huge. huge gross huge. for this movie that was born on television. Yeah, I mean, I, one of those, I think, only stories where that's happened. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's really it going on uh, this particular weekend. All right. Well, Noah, here we are. At the beginning of Halloween? No, silly. Oh, God. Silly. Oh, God. No, we're wrapping up Flick or Treat, of course. We have watched all of the Halloween movies, and it's time that we uh, we put this to bed. This is big. We we watched the, the we saved the last three movies. This this culmination, this story, this continuation, uh, and we brought in uh, the all star guest to join us to help us close out David Gordon Green's uh, vision of Halloween. Ahmad is here. Hello, Ahmad. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. It's Welcome been so back. long. I'm glad to be here. It's been a long two weeks. Oh, <laughs> I don't I don't know how we got through it. What are those spikes? I wonder. Um, all right. Halloween. So we saw uh, Halloween Kills with you, Ahmad, two years ago. Yes. Last year. Yeah, yeah. And we waited to see Halloween until this weekend to talk about it. Um, and on our own, we watched the first two to recap. So let's get right down into it. We're going to have to wait a little bit to talk about Halloween Ends. I hope that's Fine. okay with you. <laughs> Halloween Ends? I saw that. Boy, do I not know. Well, I do know what you're going to say about it, but let's see. All right, we watched Halloween, released October 19th, 2018, directed by David Gordon Green, written by Jeff Fradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy Matioc, Will Patton, with James Jude Courtney, and Nick Castle. Laurie Strode confronts her longtime foe, Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. 79 on Rotten Tomatoes, 67 on Metacritic. Victor Stiff of the Playlist said, Thrilling, atmospheric, and brutally violent. Green delivers exactly what fans want from the series and then some. Justin Chang of the Los Angeles Times said, With a canny balance of empathy and exploitation, Halloween treats its heroine's lingering trauma with surprising emotional realism and only a hint of comic exaggeration. And Pat Padua of the Washington Post said, Sometimes feels like a horror movie with a contact high. It made $255 million on a budget of 15 Blumhouse special. Uh, we re- what do we think about the Halloween rewatch? We'll start with uh, Mod. What did you think? Uh, I love this rewatch. Um, did we see this movie This movie together as well? No. We saw this when Noah was working at the um, Arclight in Glenview. Oh. Did I just watch this on my own? I don't know. You must have. Maybe oh, you watched so. it. Maybe we watched it together, but it wouldn't, wouldn't have been for the first time. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Got you, got you. Uh, yeah, I really liked this movie. Um, I thought it was a good kind of modernization of the original Halloween sequel. I thought there were a lot of really good transitions and just great visuals, like Laurie disappearing like yeah. Michael does and reappearing out of the shadows. Uh, when that happened, I was watching this during work, and... <laughs> From that point on to the, the end of the movie, I got no work done. I was just staring at my TV. Um, I thought this was great. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was great. Um, yeah, I love this movie. Noah? Yeah, I think this movie's really good. It has a, it has fallen a little bit in my estimation on sure. this, uh, this odyssey we've been through the whole franchise. And just seeing how much they just kind of... Uh, 
you know, and I, I, I use I use this term generously because all movies uh, steal from things, but just how much of these were just like lifted from other movies in the franchise? Yes. I yeah. uh, think specifically of the bathroom scene where the podcasters are killed. Uh, right out of zombies Halloween. Yeah. Oh. I. And then recognizing a lot of the upcoming Halloween kills, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah. I. Uh, and so yeah, it did. It did kind of make me go like, oh, okay. So this wasn't quite the, like, fresh, brand new mm, take sure. on Halloween that it seemed like when I watched it. But it's still very well done. Uh, I agree. Jamie Lee Curtis is great. I think that uh, Judy Greer and. I'm sorry, I don't know. Andy Madioc. Andy. And, yeah, Andy Madioc as Allison uh, are both great additions mm-hmm. to the thing. Uh, some good, uh, just some good energy, some good kills, uh, a finally good revival of the Michael Myers look. Fun set pieces, the, uh, the the motion sensor lights is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a, uh, it's just a, very, uh, a very good Halloween movie. I agree. I like it a lot. I think that it's really well shot. I do like the brutality of it. I like the jokes. There are some things that are just a little weirdly written. A lot of Jamie Lee's stuff initially with her family, the father being very strange. I got peanut butter on my penis. Like, oh, what, what, yeah. what, what, who, no one talks about <laughs> That was very like strange. This. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that sort of the comedy in the movie did, did make it really feel like yeah. a... A Halloween movie made in 2018. Like yes, it, it it does kind of already feel a little like of a moment instead of uh, yeah. But it is funny how we Not. we were talking when we were watching the zombie ones. I don't know if you've heard those yet, but we uh, the, the zombies first movie is just for an hour or so, 45 minutes, just a backstory about Michael Myers mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, and then we get into a very condensed version of the original movie. And we were both saying about how we're excited when they reboot it in five years or whatever, that it should just be another Michael Myers on Halloween night kills babysitter's tale. Just really keep it to Mm. that. And thinking about it now, that's what I kind of like most about Halloween is that it is just him going around on Halloween. You know, him walking around and there's trick or treaters and just like, that atmosphere is like, oh yeah, this is kind of what I wanted from the, the Rob Zombie one. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, all the all the movies and sequels and stuff have all kind of started to falter as they've gotten into the mythos beyond right. the first night of killing. Uh, which again we will talk about in some time. I. Uh, but but yeah, I think that, that that's that same sort of vibe of just like this is just Michael Myers going around killing people, yeah. and then we'll kind of deal with the fallout in the next two movies. Uh, the the going around killing people very effective. It's great, good and stuff. Great stuff. He smushes that guy's head. The jack o' lantern head is so fun. He's so crafty. He just really enjoys killing, and he, he puts a lot of thought into how he displays. He's a goofball. <laughs> yeah. He's a goofball in the first one when he puts the cloak on and pretends to be the boyfriend. He's a goofball. <laughs> Just like imagining him like like carving out that head with like the innards, I was just like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the whole final set piece is incredibly done. Like I remember in the theater when she closes the first gate on the room. Yeah. And you and I realize that she's eliminating spaces. We're like, this is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. It's 
So good. The whole Judy Greer thing at the end, pretending to be nervous about killing him, and then being like, gotcha. And she shoots him. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It's yeah. so good. And we, uh, we actually see something like that in the movie that we just saw, Yes, too. we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's true. Which also makes the rewatch of Halloween better, because it does make sense that like Lori would teach her that. Mm-hmm. And I also like the Judy Greer has an arc as well, just like her accepting that, like, oh, this was all for a reason, yeah. and yeah. I know how to do this, is very good. Yeah. Uh, I do think, and this isn't really the Halloween 2018's fault, but it become it became very clear to me on this rewatch, and then watching uh, rewatching kills and watching ends, that the end of Halloween should have been like the main event of this trilogy. That fight in the house yeah. is so good, and all of the uh, all of the allusions to the original Halloween, which I'm I usually have less time for mm-hmm. than some others. Uh, often just kind of comes across to me as like, oh, we watched Halloween and we want you guys to know it. Yeah. Like they work, like they work so well because they're done for a purpose. Right. In that fight, uh, Lori disappearing after she falls off of the balcony, then Lori popping out of the closets. Like the tables have turned. It's, so it's good. very good. Yeah. And then it, like the subsequent encounters with Michael, just don't work. Uh, especially, especially in kills, uh, which I think we can just uh, a little more openly talk about not being good. Uh, like they <laughs> don't <on>. work, <laughs> and uh, and this one works so well, and it's a shame that this trilogy does not finish with the mm. best fight with Michael Myers. You know, there is something to be said. That's kind of skipping ahead about how low key the last one is. Uh huh. They're just both exhausted emotionally and physically. That it's just like, I kind of like that they're like, we we did the big fight in the first one, so this is just like we need to end this. Is yeah. their both mentality? But back to Halloween, I do think that um, you know, there's certain stuff like the boyfriend thing is silly. The throwing the phone in the pudding. <laughs> he, he, I do, I, I, I listen. When we first watched it, I thought he was very guilty for kissing that girl. Rewatching it, I thought. I don't think he's holding on that long. I think he's pulling away. And also, that girl is dressed very inappropriately for a high school dance that is chaperoned. He was definitely kissing her back. I don't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Uh, he's 100% in the wrong. And then immediately, like, is not... He is not apologetic in any way. He does that's, not true. that's true. Very defensive. No, that's true. He just immediately turns to the alpha move of throwing her phone into the pudding. Which she then which, leaves. <laughs> she just leaves her phone. There's so many layers. We could devote an entire podcast really to the could. pudding thing. We, we were, when it first happened in the theater, we were both like, what? Uh, just just on, its, on, its, on its surface, just the, the text of the issue. Insane thing to do. Con- completely I'm not insane to you. behavior. That... This, this this young girl is getting a text from her mom or mm. whatever. Or and, grandmother. Yeah, or grandmother. As she which, says. Yeah, we mm-hmm. could Is grandmother coming? Podcast. <laughs> uh, and he just gets furious and throws her phone into the bowl of pudding. Ridiculous behavior. She that she does then leave, leave the her dance. phone. Yeah, she leaves. Her she phone. abandons her phone <laughs> in the pudding for the remainder of her life. She's never getting yeah. her phone back. Right. Again. <laughs> Someone will find that phone. Also, I think this is the biggest question. 
pudding? Thank you. Yeah. I was like, let's take it a few steps back. Why yeah, is there pudding at a party? I do want to say I appreciate the snacks being in a separate room in the school. Sure. Not on the dance floor. Yeah. I can shame eat in private. But who the hell brought me? Where are they like, you can't, can't spike pudding? Is there like mixing? <laughs> A bowl, a bowl of community pudding Ugh. with like a ladle. It's so strange. <laughs> At the big Halloween dance, which in and of itself is a weird. Strange. I said that to Noah. We were watching, like, wait, what dance is this? Yeah, is this homecoming? And it's just very late. Um, all that is very. The podcast at the beginning are very funny. I do like that all these movies, and I forgot how Kill starts, and we can talk about it. Um, they all. Um, Start with somebody yelling and then a smash cut to the score and the title. Mm-hmm. So in the first one, it's him going and sit, which is, it's great. The crescendo of the podcast yelling, say something. It's insane that he would do that. This journalist who wants a podcast is going, say the <laughs> And then cutting back to him going, he didn't say anything. The, like, <laughs> the very best part of that scene is, of course, as he is bellowing at this man yeah. uh, and his uh, his his partner looks back at the crazy evil doctor in concern yeah. because all the patients around them are like howling and convulsing yeah. and the doctor just like waves her off. It's, it's like, nah, it's this, this is, this, that, they it's, know this is going to, great. Yeah. They know not to leave those squares. Um, I, but also like, what was the end of that? He yells, say, say something and then just say, I, say, I, say, I. he's not going to say anything. He's not say anything. <laughs> all right. Well, we, we tried. Just leave? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for your time, Doctor. <laughs> though the jaw of that dude at the gas station just being ripped open oh, and yes. Michael putting the teeth. I mean, a lot of those little flourishes are great. So, was you mentioned the Rob Zombie movies and how the kills from that scene were from, were they did they get killed in the exact there same is, way? No, there is a scene where uh, a guy, the dad from Keenan and Kill oh. is in the bathroom. Uh, looking at a porno mag, and Michael breaks in and kills him in the bathroom. But it's oh. in a seedy gas station bathroom, much like uh-huh. in this. There's and then also, it also it's Halloween, the return of Michael Myers, where Loomis finds the, the dead um, workers in yeah. the garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then wh- which one is it with the mother and her young daughter who like pull over? That's at yes, H2O. I saw that one. So we must have, yeah. H2O. Okay, so yeah, there's bathroom stuff going yeah. on in H2O A lot too. of bathroom stuff, yeah. And then Loomis finds the guy uh, dead and Michael drives away in a car in uh, The Return of Michael Myers. And he uh, finds the guy in the garage. Yeah, okay. Ross, yeah. And there's an explosion. <laughs> yeah, so he should, Loomis dives out of the way of an explosion. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Um no, I mean, the, I, I do like that the love letter to this respects the text. The 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 tracking shot of him going into the house, killing her, taking the knife, mm. save, not killing the baby, and then going into that other woman's house and stabbing her through the throat is very well done and very cool. Yeah. That idea of, like, community yeah. uh, is very fun. Um, oh, and then also the, the, the retcon of the community thing where uh, Allison is running through the neighborhood going, someone come out and help me. And in the first movie, Lori does that, and the person turns out the lights and goes like, I'm not going uh. But in this one, they cut back, and Allison is being consoled by neighbors and given, like, <laughs> coffee. And it's like, yeah, that They've learned. <laughs> yeah. They would come out and go, why are you screaming? Yeah, that's that's another example of, like, a reference to the original movie, but that is done yeah, that works, with purpose yeah. Yeah. and, like, to an end, and is really good. I... Yeah, it's just a, the just kid a... that the woman's babysitting is great. Yes, he's very funny. <laughs> You're uh, gonna die, Dave. <laughs> that... 
Send Dave up. That that's the kind of funny thing that like you don't have to make the dad say I got peanut butter on my penis to be funny. You just have a character who's making jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to have him say weird things. There's a difference. Um and that works really uh, really well. Uh, it's very, very good. Now I have a question, though. Should we rank these now? Because we're doing three, which yeah. is a lot. Yeah, let, let's, let's, do, let's do them as, All right, uh, so as we'll, we go. We'll give a star rating uh, out of four. So, Noah, what are you giving Halloween out of four? Uh, it's going to be a three and a half out of four for me. It is for me as well. Ahmad, how about you? Yes, three and a half. All right. And then in our ranking, I'm pretty solid putting this at two. Oh really? Yeah. I uh, okay. I. You're still feeling season of the witch I, more than this. I would. I would a hundred percent go season of the witch over this. Okay. Mm. Like without thinking. I just. Th- I. Okay. That's the anthology one. Yeah. That's or the, one that's, what was going to be an anthology one. <laughs> I I would honestly give a little bit of thought to H two O. Being better than this one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think the. Uh, I don't know. It just it kind of, it kind of feels more is unique. Ichiro does. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Whereas, whereas, like so, so much of this, even even though it is successfully done most of the time, mm. so much of this movie is kind of rooted in paying homage to the Halloween's past and like Halloween in particular. Whereas H two O has Janet Lee get into the car that she got in in Psycho. Yeah, and that's while like, the Psycho that's, music plays. That's like a singular away. moment. Um. All right, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I think ultimately I would not put H2O above it. Let's split the difference, and I'll give you this at three. Okay. Uh, ab- uh, below Season of the Witch. All right. It's in. Our next film, Halloween Kills, released October 15th, 2021, directed by David Gordon Green, written by Scott Teams, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. Start a lot of three people names <laughs> David Gordon Green Jamie Lee Curtis James Shoot Courtney starring Jamie Lee Curtis Judy Greer Annie Andy Madioc Will Patton Anthony Michael Hall another three Kyle Richards and with James Jude Courtney and Nick Castle surviving victims of Michael Myers form a vigilante mob and vow to end his reign of terror after they discover that he's still alive 38% on Rotten Tomatoes 42 on Metacritic Mark LaSalle the San Francisco Chronicle said to claim Halloween Kills is a good movie would be to say something hilarious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is a very fun quote. A, that is a deeply good line. <laughs> well thought through. Peter, Peter Travers of ABC News said, It gets the job done for trick-or-treat season, but this sequel falls short of expectations by sidelining its luminous star and substituting Root Mayhem for an inventively scary fright fest. And Oliver Jones of Observer said, A film that so completely cussed the vitality, probably cut, out of John Carpenter's and Deborah Hill's original vision that one would be tempted to call it a denigration if that didn't make it sound like more fun than it actually is. Halloween Kills. Noah, rewatch yeah. Halloween Kills. How did it do? I think this movie is very bad. <laughs> I I just I don't understand so much of what they were trying to do. This this is really the movie where like they they start to try to deal with the implications and the broader uh, ramifications of Michael Myers' rampage. Something that I think not getting into later that ends does way better. 
Yes, and certainly does better than this one. Because uh, ends ends at least has like a point of view right. that and like old like, like, yeah we'll go we'll ahead say, we'll go say ahead that. it's fine. <laughs> uh, so much of this movie is just there's so many like soliloquies about like the nature of evil mm. and like they're just they're just not interesting. They're just pe- people in rooms like talking to no one. <laughs> there's other people's in the room, but they're not having a conversation. <laughs> Just like Lori's, like I got something to say. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story, Will Patton. Yeah, and then Will Patton's got something to say. He's got a story Bo- to tell. Both of them have just been sidelined for the entire movie. Yeah, which is an allusion to Halloween Two. I could have done without. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Halloween Two, if you don't recall, mod takes place on the same night as the first film. Oh no, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> the the hospital stuff is. Insane. Do you think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't think Anthony Michael Hall gives a developed performance? Like, that character is just at the same... He's at breaking point at the beginning of the film and then crosses over so quickly and is immediately insane that everyone else... And and all the other actors who also chant Evil Dies Tonight (laughs) and who also freak out, they're just, like, not good at it. Is there anything to that? I just feel like I don't believe anyone there is actually chasing around a hospital yeah. looking to murder somebody. I think th- I think that's definitely part of it, is it is not executed well. But I wouldn't say that a lot of it can be attributed sure. to that, okay. because I think the whole thing just fundamentally <laughs> is not doesn't work, mm-hmm. isn't interesting, is so weird that like the townspeople are now the villains here. <laughs> they're they're now the fucking villagers from Frankenstein well, were chasing down with pitchforks. He's this, made us all monsters. Man? Someone says at one point. Which is like, is that is that what Michael does? Is does he have like an aura that makes other people? And again, I do to, not to step on later conversations. Before we completely lambast the rest of this movie, I sure. do want to say a few things that I did like about it. I think that the ending is well shot, where he's butchering everybody, and it looks like a spotlight is kind of circling mm. everybody. Um, I think some of the kills are fun. That and fluorescent light kill is the still... The fluorescent light kill is great. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fluorescent light kill is great. The woman shooting herself in the face when he oh, kicks the yes. door is great. Uh, I love the callbacks. I love Marion Chambers bringing that actress back, who was the nurse who was driving oh, him yeah. in the first one. She was also in H2O. She's the, she's the woman who, old woman who dies at the beginning of H2O. Mm. Um, and then I know Noah's not going to like this, but I do like the connectivity between the films. Ahmad, remember in the first one where the podcasters are being taken to Judith Meyer's grave mm-hmm. by a short, older black woman? That's the woman with the fluorescent lights in the second one. Oh. And do you remember there's a scene where Michael Myers is walking? Remember the scene where Michael Myers is walking in the first one? He bumps into the kid. And then the kids, yes. the two kids, and then he looks, and two people are getting into their car to leave their house, uh-huh. and it's a couple, and one's dressed as a nurse, and one's dressed as a doctor. Those are the actors in the second one. Okay. I like that bit of it. I think that that's just forward thinking on there. Whether that was the plan, whether they were like, why don't we just get those actors back? Now, what did, does it make sense? Because, like, was that doctor not a good actor? The guy dressed as a doctor? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a good actor. But... I like that connectivity between the films. It makes it feel like a trilogy and a community that's being affected by mm-hmm. this. 
But um, there's just also just not a lot. That whole hospital thing is ridiculous. And when we paused it, when that hospital thing ended, and there was 21 minutes left <laughs> in the movie, we were shocked. It it felt so much like that was the halfway point. Yeah, like the end got, of the second act. We've done which the, I guess it was. We've but. done this weird diversion for, into some other movie. Yeah, where we do this hospital chase <laughs> now, and the, and this poor man dies. Uh, and but now we can resume the Halloween movie. But no, it's actually now we can wrap up the Halloween movie because we've done it. The whole thing was the hospital thing and was the posses driving around mm-hmm. just like fucking uh, I, think, I think that's Halloween 4 with the people driving around with yes. the posses yeah uh, which again uh, is, it's the ending to yes because at the end they, he falls into that well and they throw the grenades yes. yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is really the movie where the before before that I'm so sorry I do want to know what Ahmad thinks of the movie yeah yeah no, every, everything you all have said, I completely agree with. I do just also want to add the firefighter scene in the beginning. That's great. Super it's dope. Great. Yeah. Yeah, like that whole Although, like chainsaw. I did mention it this time. Those firefighters seeing that guy and just going like, well, I guess we have to kill him. <laughs> and, the, and the first firefighter that was like, let me just turn this hose on him and that'll slow <laughs> that was, him down. No, that's no, that's, no, the, the when fire, he walked out of the house, all of a sudden turned the hose on him. The fire hose is a classic crowd control maneuver. <laughs> That's true. But no, I, yeah, I, I agree that it was very clear that one of those firefighters is just like always wanted to square up someone with an axe. <laughs> they're all holding an axe and going, I guess we're all in this together. Let's do it. No. I, but I guess they do know Michael Myers. Yeah, but I, just, I, yeah. I think that that is really the only thing this movie has going for it is the, uh, the kills in it yes. are, pretty, are pretty uniformly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the, the, fire, the firefighter stuff is great. The, the people head in the in the, uh, the 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 boyfriend's head getting smushed by the railing. Oh, oh yes, down, down, yeah, yes. The, the head in the railing. Uh, the guy getting stabbed under the armpit. Yeah, the big big and little John dying. Was yeah. yeah, yeah, they were great. By I the way, that was characters. fun. He stabbed yeah. his sister in the tits. Is <laughs> 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 very funny. <laughs> I, I loved them playing Marco Polo with each other, just like Big John. Yeah, Little, little John. John. Yeah. <laughs> Very smart. Also, to leave the house. Yes. It's just... No one leaves their house in Haddonfield. <laughs> they hear a noise and they go to kill yeah. something. Yeah. I, I love when Big John is like deciding to go upstairs and, and fight this intruder. And so he puts takes down the all. fireplace poker and then picks up like the little cheese knife. Yeah, he like also takes off all his rings and it's just like, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's such a worse weapon. <laughs> yes. So you also, poker. you also. Yeah, you get range with the poker. Yeah. Like, yeah. You also yeah. didn't like it. No, yes, I agree. Yes. No. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, no. Yeah, th- this is the movie where the sort of, uh, like, devotion to all of the mythos of the Halloween's past... List off as many I, as you can remember. I, oh, Lord. I mean, it's it's really just like the, the biggest thing that bothers me is that whereas all the, all the allusions to the past, like, were for something and worked in the, the 2018 one, this one just felt like it was about Tommy Doyle... And Lindsay and mm-hmm. the nurse just to be like, hey, they were in the old Halloween. And Lonnie. Yeah. yeah. Lonnie is like, these are, we watched the Halloween movies and so do you guys. And so now you can watch them and be like, hey, they're from the other movies. But like, why? I did like the flashback better this time at the beginning. Okay. Just continuing the, the, the 78 storyline uh-huh. to its yeah. conclusion. Yeah. I did like that. <laughs> can we talk about Mick's Bar and that talent show? Someone is singing a song, and then Doyle gets up and goes, I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, I'm do- I've got a monologue to give. 40, 
40 years ago someone killed some people and it was a sh- it wasn't even a story it was like a short soliloquy and then it ended with and these are the survivors do you guys everyone's like calls them out one by one yeah. spotlights yeah and they're all like <laughs> and then he leaves I'm like what the fuck talent show is this yeah. it's so crazy it's like he does that every year 37 years ago 14 years ago today uh, that's nuts uh, do, you have, do you remember any of the other ones though? Um, no, I mean, it's, there aren't, there aren't particular moments that are still coming to me. It's really just kind of the, the fundamental idea of like, this is the movie yeah. about Tommy Doyle getting revenge, except not really. I didn't think Anthony Michael Hall was good at all. Actually. No, no, he, he did not. He did not do well. He did Tommy. Not, I didn't he did think. not oh, make yeah. me like care about Tommy. I did not care that Tommy died. I do want to talk about the ending. Uh, the ending of him murdering everybody? Or yeah, that, so okay. so every, everything from Judy Greer leading him away with the mask. Mm-hmm. Which I do like. And, <clears throat> and bringing him into this trap. And then the town just so stupid. fucking rails him. They shoot him. They stab him. Mm-hmm. They beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's done. This, is like, this, this man has been killed. Mm-hmm. But then he hasn't. He's back, and this is this is another. I think we've talked about this on one or two episodes before. Whereas, like, the more you really call attention to the fact that Michael Myers just cannot be killed, but it's also they keep calling attention to the fact that he's just an old man. This whole series has been about like this is just a guy who is doing this. Like, yeah. you keep seeing his his whiskers and his hair and his mm-hmm. old neck and stuff. And in this in the last one, she goes like, "You're just a man who's going to stop breathing." Like, this just an old dude and then you keep doing that and there's a big dichotomy there. yeah and, and then suddenly he rises from the dead and slaughters an entire street full of armed people uh, yeah and I'm just like what is what, what is this what's, what's happened it was and, so hard to suspend disbelief with this one like Judy Judith Greer Judy Greer, Judy Greer. Judy Greer yeah. when I she mean, takes Judy, the knife and stabs Judy, him in the nape of the neck Judith. I was like nobody's coming back from that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this should be that's done what, that's what I'm saying <laughs> Now suddenly the guy's just like, nope, I am an unkillable machine, and now I'm going to kill all of you, and then I'm going to teleport into my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, like how did he get there so quickly? He did not walk. Noah, Noah. Yes. We saw them beat the shit out of him. Uh-huh. And then we flashed forward to the police being outside the house, and a voiceover from Lori Strode, and then... She, what's her Judy Greer Judith Greer walked up <laughs> Judith to, Myers Greer she walked up oh yeah she walked up the stairs and then we saw what happened they flashed back more time had passed between that wasn't happening concurrently this I don't think this scene I I mean he clearly did not teleport into the room <laughs> the point is that it was edited by a fucking shitty idiot <laughs> it looked like garbage because we cut from him killing Tommy Doyle basically immediately to him walking up behind Judy Greer and killing her in a way that, like, why is she in that room? What's going on? Why, why is she being summoned there? She, he did kill her very much like uh, the sister. With yeah. The, the hand and, being up and, and that, stuff. That, that, that again, is just kind of like a reference to Halloween for Halloween's sake. But why is she in that room? They mentioned, they mentioned the window. I think it was Will Patton who yeah. did it. But I don't know if Judy Greer... He, remember he said, like, he, well, he's not looking at Haddonfield. He's looking at a, a himself. Oh, right. But I wonder if... 
I don't remember if she was in the room when he said that. If she was, then I can understand why she thinks this is over. And then she goes like, "What was he looking at? Like, what in? He, I'm standing where this evil started. Yeah. If she didn't, then I agree, it's nuts. Even then, like, there's there's nothing about her that is like sure that that makes sense for her to kind of because it didn't seem like she just walked in there. It seemed like she was like snake charmed into that room. <laughs> and and there's there's no there's no reason to make me believe like, does she want to see? what like she sees in her reflection in this hall of evil she's just a regular woman yeah. and so I, it doesn't it does it is not well established at all why she goes into that room and then is just killed i guess and i'm still mad about it <laughs> um all right anything else in halloween kills no it sucks star rating out of 4 i give it 2 Ahmad, what about what say you two two yeah, I, th- I think t- I think two's right. I think I think one and a half starts getting a little too uh, a little too mean compared right. to what else happens. Where are you movies. putting it down for rankings? I all right. So I think that Halloween Kills, bad as it is, is clearly above the bottom tier of uh-huh. Curse, the Rob Zombies, and Resurrection. Okay. I uh, what about Halloween two? I. Th- I think I might rather watch two than kills. I think I'd like I think two's this. pretty boring, but that's what I mean. I think I'd rather th- this at least has not so yeah performances. Yeah, yeah. I and we also sure, counted there's good there's good kills, good kills, and evil dice tonight is said three times. <laughs> yeah. We actually evil counted it, it was four, and then we cut back to the hospital, and it became fourteen. Yeah, the hospital and then is we where cut it got back out of hand. One more time, and then it jumped to sixteen more. Wow, yeah. I. Yeah, I, I could I could I could be fine above two, but that's, right, that's, that's as high as yeah. I go. What so what what's right above it then? So Halloween four is uh, which right, is the is return right above it. Yes, yeah, that's fine. That, that that's at least got the great ending. All right, here we go. The last one, Halloween Ends, released October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Directed by David Gordon Green, written by Paul Brad Logan. Wow. <laughs> Chris Bernier, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Madioc, Rowan Campbell, Will Patton, Kyle Richards with James Jude Courtney, and for probably the final time, Nick Castle as the shape, although James Jude Courtney also. He played him walking, and Nick Castle just did the breathing. The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Schrode comes to a spine-chingling climax. Chingling. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Or chilling. Uh, in the final installment of this trilogy. I don't like that says this trilogy. 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, 47 on Metacritic. Kyle Smith of the Wall Street Journal said, Mr. Green and Friends can be bloody proud of the satisfying conclusion they wrote for Laurie and her stalker. Christopher Mackle of Cineview said, a defining, a definitive ending for the long-running horror series, an absurd, baroque, and jaw-droppingly ambitious caper to a franchise that has been defined by wild variations in quality. Halloween ends... Reach may well exceed its grasp, but nevertheless offers a fearless and deranged vision and horror. And Richard Lawson of Vanity Fair said, well, at least that's over. $85 million so far on a budget of 33 as of this recording. Okay, Noah, you want to talk about how much you hated it? I, we haven't discussed what we thought of it. We have not. But I know that's where you're going. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my take on this movie is a little more nuanced than you expect it will be. Oh, great. I... I have I have two sort of directly competing feelings about this movie broadly. Yes. I 
I I actually think that in a vacuum on its own, the stuff with uh, Corey, it's Corey, right? Oh, it's Corey mm-hmm. from the film Halloween Ends mm-hmm. that we it's saw Corey. earlier today. Yes, main uh, character. Yeah, the stuff with Corey kind of uh, being subsumed into being the new Michael Myers, uh, like, and and his relationship with Allison, like, is is all kind of kind of interesting and like almost compelling to me. I think it, they don't quite land it. They those two are really in love right away yeah. in a way that's weird, but like, fine, whatever. They're doing, <laughs> they're doing a thing. These two are together. Like, let's go. I, uh, and it, it all, it all kind of works. And I appreciate that, you know, in the way that Halloween kills was absolutely not uh, unique and was just kind of slavishly devoted to uh, perpetuating their knowledge of the Halloween mythos. Like this felt like a take. Yeah. This felt, this felt like a movie that they were like, guys, I got an idea. So many of the Halloween movies like get fucking weird, uh, and especially like this is the third one in our trilogy, <laughs> and the third one in the original got weird. And so like let's do something, and here's my idea. Mm-hmm. Like I I always appreciate an idea, and so to that to that respect, I kind of want to be like okay, cool. I at the same time, this felt like they were really setting up like a trilogy you know not not just a movie with sequels to it but like three things that are part of the broader whole and i felt like this movie was so completely divorced from the first two movies that i found it immensely frustrating just sitting there watching it being like this this like has the same characters but just like thematically and like the vibes and the style of this just have nothing at all to do with the first two movies uh and also i thought the ending was very bad uh just because all of a sudden like we wrap up the cory thing and like now have a conclusion to the story in the first two movies that was just like not not part of what we were doing at all for the first three quarters of this movie and that that part i just really didn't like but so i I am torn in two very different directions here, and I'm curious to see where you guys both are, so I can just stop uh, shouting on my own. <laughs> Ahmad, what did you think? I had I had a few expectations and hopes going into this movie. I wanted some really good kills because this this franchise has given me that in the past, and I felt like I could reasonably expect that out of them. And I wanted them to kind of tread some new ground while kind of staying true to the essence of the original the original movie i was not expecting a michael myers tag team out of this movie while i agree like i i was like okay this is something new this is they're treading some new ground but i thought i just thought it was weird like the whole him michael choking him when he went into the tunnel and michael deciding not to kill him and then unspoken in an unspoken way just being like Hey, we're we're in this together now. It was like how how did that come about? How did we decide that we're a team now and we're just gonna go around town killing people? I don't know. That was kind of weird, and that didn't seem like something that Michael would be about in the past. Maybe he's older now and he saw something in this guy's eyes. But the whole tag team thing, I thought the idea of it cool, but I don't know if the execution really made too much sense. Um, I did like the kills in this movie. 
Um, I did like the ending. I liked uh, maybe everything after Cody getting killed. Corey? Corey getting Corey, killed. Yeah. Um, I liked the Michael Laurie part of the ending. I thought that was I thought that was good. Um, I like that she never took her eyes off of his body once he was dead. Like, let's actually make sure. I like how they disposed of his body in this movie. It's like, okay, he's actually he's actually dead. Like, nobody can come back from getting their bones grinded yes. <laughs> to yeah. pieces. That's that is that is something I wanted this whole time. We're like, all right, we've incapacitated him. We're pretty sure he's dead. What if we cut his head off? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what What if we run him through the car crusherator? Like that. That should yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. But so I'm. I'm like. I'm like in between on this movie. Um. I did think that there was a lot of weird parts that I wasn't expecting that didn't really land for me. But there were a lot of parts that I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. I don't know if it was a a, a product of me knowing about the Corey thing. Mm-hmm. And how it's 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 Corey's the villain in the movie until yeah. Mike shows up. I was wondering why you said that before the movie. I was like, did you see the movie already? No, I just <laughs> I know things. It's been out for too long. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Know things. Um, I dug it though. I I, I really did. I thought the all, I thought the Corey stuff with him and Mike worked. There was a lot of talk about eyes. You know, Jamie Laurie being mm. like, I see in his eyes the yeah. same thing I saw in Mike's eyes. And so that helps explain to me the Mike stuff with him because Mike looked directly into his eyes. And I think because him and Lori are kind of intrinsically connected that if she mm. saw something in his eyes, it only stands the reason that Mike did too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I, I agree with you about the Allison stuff that it just, it was, it was her part of it that really seemed forced to me. Yeah. The, her suddenly, first of all, her wanting to fuck him so hard immediately. Yeah. Was (laughs) truly shocking, I think. Um, but also her just completely falling for him. I do like the, 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 you know, what she says, like we're both ostracized. I get it. But the ostracization. No. Yeah, sure. Of the Strodes was crazy. Yes. The amount of people who kept turning to Lori and just being like, why did you do those things? Why did you kill all those people, Lori? It's like, what are you talking about? I was stalked. You you brought your monster here, or you didn't stop your monster, or you let your monster escape. It's just, I'm the same as you. I was also set upon. I'm sorry I didn't get stabbed in the neck with a light. And then, oh, by the way, so happy she was okay. Can't believe she survived. I know. know. And then... um, Allison being like, you know, you're just crazy. You've been crazy as long. Like, she was right. Yeah, you were there. This yeah, was I can't right. believe that she. You was, would be yeah. dead if it wasn't for her crazy house. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it's not like it's not like you were like a baby when those movies yeah. happened, and now she's caring for you. Like yeah. it was four but, years ago. You 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 watched him slaughter all your friends. <laughs> this seemed to be the movie that they wanted to make from the beginning. This felt like. First of all, it carries over the themes of kills just in such a more distinct and well thought out way. The idea of a town mm. being haunted and corrupting because of this evil that's yeah. inflicted upon them. It corrupted Corey. It's poisoning them. It poisoned him. It, like Their paranoia and their trauma, because it was mishandled um, and misappropriated to him 
caused him to then be the thing that traumatized them. And I like that idea of like, if you don't handle healthily what's bothering you, then it's only going to manifest itself. Oh, that was a really, and it wasn't a dram, it wasn't crammed down our throats like evil dies tonight. Yeah. Um, I thought they handled that really well. I thought the guy who played Corey was good. Uh, the beginning scene is great. I knew that was going to happen. Very happy the way it did. Love the shot of the kid falling into frame. Yes. Um, really well done. It was very surprising. Yeah, it was. The, Caught uh, me off guard. The, um, <laughs> the, the kills were great. The fucking blowtorch in the mouth oh. out of frame yeah, the is whole, so good. The whole sequence where he slaughters those four children yeah. who I think were just live action versions of Big Mouth characters. <laughs> <laughs> were all all just all all played by Nick Kroll in mocap suits. Uh, re- really, really interesting direction for them to go to. Uh, yeah, them them all dying was good. You want to do your uh, the guy who gets blowtorch when he says um, you're a psycho and uh, and you're a freak show as uh, the big mouth character you can do. Okay, all right. You're a psycho. Uh, you're a freak show. Yeah. You're a psycho and you're a freak show. <laughs> Thing. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that's a good Rick. That's, that's, that's a good Rick. Easily <laughs> best Russian. I can do. I, oh my god! I can almost do Lola. I have, I have to hear her again. I feel, um, oh I, Lola! Yeah, yeah, I feel like she's. I'm. She's the closest one that I can get yeah, to. Yeah, I'd have to hear her again. <laughs> yeah. For me, just like so many of my just like offhand characters, the more I watch Big Mouth, are just like variations on Nick Kroll voices. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> just not like, that different between some of yeah. his voices. But but just there are there are, like I, I I find that now like all of all of my people that I invent. <laughs> People. Michael Myers stunk. <laughs> new season out now. Big Mouth. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I just yeah. saw that yesterday. There's oh, a new season out. Um, but like, yes, I, I the junkyard scene is great. Uh, also the the DJ, DJ the tongue thing that was great. Yeah, and it's great. also one of those things where like I think it, that's a little bit of a homage in an interesting way to the other ones where he like. You know, change, especially the Halloween two, and the, the he changes his tactics for killing. He's yeah. like, "I'll do something else." I like that it was Corey who did those things, mm. who made it creative. Whereas Mike's like, "No, Michael Myers chokes or stabs, basically." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, like, he's playful in how he does it. Yeah, but yeah, he is, he'll squish a guy's eyes out. He's like not, he he's not, he's not quite so inventive. Yeah, uh, I really thought I, I I bought into the charm of this town a lot more. Like I just that scene in the second in Halloween Kills with them at the bar is just so forced like character like mm. uh, charming little town like yeah. the bartender who has a weird voice this one everyone having like a New Jersey accent I found really funny uh, I, in Illinois I like, know I really what? like like Corey's mom being like oh what are you doing home so late yeah this movie uh, set in Illinois, shot in California, uh, cast in uh, the Bronx. Yeah, it's ve- I thought that was very funny, but I just I I bought into this a lot more than I thought I would, and a lot more, especially than Kills. Um, I thought it was a really good time with so much better characterization. I love how subtle Laurie Schrode's thing is. How she's just very okay with everything. She's she said she went to therapy later in the movie. She goes, you know, she said she went to therapy. And then that flip feels so natural where she sees him out there and then she goes outside and he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't scare you. And she's just like eyeing him. And then from then on out, she's like, no, there's something going on with him. And she like breaks into his house and sees him (laughs) sleeping on the spot. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I think I know. That was so much better than like if she saw Michael again and snapped into it, like her just kind of intuiting 
it yeah. I thought was great and I really like the ending how it's really almost like an afterthought like we're both here like he didn't know Lori was going to be there probably well maybe he did he, he, he did know that was her house you see him looking at it oh yeah 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 but he, he that wasn't what he was there for he yeah, was there, he to, was like, he's there to kill Corey yeah. and then he sees her and they're both like okay okay let's do it, it. <laughs> I liked how quick it was like I think I, I would have also loved it if they made it longer but I did like how simplified it was and how like Allison came I did like Allison coming in and just go she has a terrible line where she she stabs Mike she breaks his arm and then she goes I'm not gonna let that happen to you and I'm like murder (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh and it, it makes sense how quick it was, too. It's like both of them are like in their, have to be in their 70s yeah, at this yeah. point, exactly. right? They're like, throwing <laughs> each other around. He's like lost a bunch of fingers. Yeah. He got beat up by Corey. Well, not beat up. He got knocked down by Corey. Yeah, he was, he was um, defeated. He, lo- he lost that he fight. Did lo- he did that that lose that fight. He never has before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then him getting up right there in that moment. I mean, I thought I, a lot of those little touches. Corey, Corey sits up really quickly once that we noticed. Yeah. Um, I like this tactic, and this feels like a way to do... Halloween differently like these characters differently is to go like the root of evil the corruption of evil um, with Michael Myers also there and I, I didn't miss him coming around because again Corey just had the mask on mm. so it just looked like him doing yeah. it but yeah. uh, I thought this was a very competently made movie coming off the back of kills is very surprising and a pleasant surprise and in, in, in that regard I I think I think I agree with you that like in in a vacuum it was just like pretty solidly executed. I I think the way you describe the final fight as almost an afterthought is kind of perfect. Uh, but in a negative way. But yeah, it. yeah, in, in a way that it's just like oh right. Also, we have to conclude our trilogy that we have not addressed with the rest of this movie. I uh, and just like the way. Especially talking about coming off of kills where the whole town kills him at once and now just like she bleeds him out? Like she slits his wrist and it's yeah. like, well that that's the move he cannot come back from. Like I just saw him come back from so much worse. Even when she slit his throat in this movie, he still like yeah, got I'm back so, up. Like, what is- I think I think if if, if w- you know, years from now, if we watch Halloween and then Halloween ends uh-huh. mm. It's just going to be a much different story. We're going to be like, this is the beginning, and then four years after that night, this happens. And I think it's just going to feel much more organic to each yeah. other. Like this, in, in my mind, this was all, and I know it wasn't because they talked about how, like, during the pandemic, he changed. And like David Gordon Green said, he like, I made a love story, and I hate when critics, I hate when writers do that, where they they don't actually make that genre but they're like I made a heist movie but instead of a heist they're all trapped in a house I'm like yeah. well it's not a heist what's the heist <laughs> yeah, the heist is their imagination like no you didn't make a heist movie then um, he's like I made a love story but like I did buy a lot of that and um, this, this this feels like the way they wanted to conclude it, and then they also made kills they want, they're like well we have to trilogies yeah. have to be three so I just, we have to I, do this other one I also just wanted to go back to you saying that the uh, the charm of the town felt a lot more organic in this one. Yeah. Because that, that was something that I personally found very lacking in the movie. Was there anything that I said positively that you agreed with? <laughs> the last two sentences, I'm glad, I'm glad that you said this because I agree, but in a negative way. Yeah, I mean, no, I could, I could just, uh, I could just agree with the agree with the takes you had. Thank you. 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 <laughs> no, you brought up specific elements of the movie sure. that I uh, 
just I I didn't find it charming. I found like the whole thing very sad. You know, the you you just now mentioning that like he wrote a love story. Like it did it did kind of feel to me that he he sat down and wrote like what if Blue Valentine had murders? Just like a lot of them. Like what what if I did like half Blue Valentine but then also there were murders. And like that that was a thing that I found in its in its own kind of little bubble pretty interesting and like well well executed but the the lack of the charm and even like the force charm that uh, that they had in kills which i agree was not uh, not that organic mm. but just kind of felt like the same vibes from the first one that just like were kind of tiresome instead of endearing those vibes were gone it kind of felt like it felt like a different town. It felt like a, a sad and dilapidated town. I guess that's what they were going for with the curse kind of mm. uh, making everyone sad and kill themselves. Uh, but it just... I I could not get over the context of the other two movies. Uh, and this one just feeling so, so different and such a, uh, such a unique approach to it. And so I wonder what it might feel like if in a few years I just sit down to watch this movie by itself. Uh, but as as a part of this group of three that they do that they that they did and that we sat down to watch, uh, it just it it did not did not quite land for me. I like that it was surprising and that it just looked and felt different than. Uh, the last two, much like Halloween season of the witch looks and feels different than the other one. Um, star ratings, a mod out of four. Hmm. I'm teetering between a two and a half and a three. Three. It's locked in. I'm also giving it a very solid three. This one is a, a two and a half for me, though a like good good on you for trying mm-hmm. two and a half. Maybe in a few years it'll go to a three. Once, <laughs> once the shock of oh, this is what we're doing. See, I, I, I do I do think that there are some kind of like actual flaws with it that really bug me. Sure, I I really don't think the Corey thing is like concluded properly. I think they just kind of stopped doing it then and then finish doing the Michael Myers thing but the the whole movie is like built around his and Allison's relationship and then it's just it doesn't they don't pay it off I disagree I think it's built around his relationship with Mike and the town and I think they do pay it off all right I think the love story is between Corey and Mike I I I think that I think that's there too uh, I think it, I think if that's true though, then like Allison not being a part of it is its own problem. Uh, but anyway, yeah, well, we can we can agree, we can agree to disagree on that. Just, I think there are. I think it's I think it's got problems. I'm trying so hard to end on an upper. <laughs> this, yeah, with this whole this whole series we're doing. Let me let me ask. Do you think they're gonna make more? Halloween movies in this frame, obviously with different 
Oh yeah. Different. Is oh, the yeah. franchise going to restart at oh, some yeah. point? Yeah. yeah. I would I would say within five years. Oh okay. Every, every franchise will restart. <laughs> but yeah, like this is this is this like, one laid dormant for eleven years. Yeah, that's not that long. In today's franchise world, I think it is. I mean, Saw lasted five years, and we got yeah Jigsaw, and then now that Spiral didn't work, we're getting another Jigsaw movie with Tobin Bell for a year from now. Yeah, but oh, wow. this one did not for eleven years in the current like hyper franchise world that we live in. The last one was in oh nine. Oh, sorry. So then nine years. Yeah. yeah. Where are you putting this? I. All right, so it's better than kills. We start there for sure, uh, and that puts it in the uh, in the top half of the list. Uh, I've only given three stars or more to one, two, th- two, four of these movies. Other than this, how many other total? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. a good Halloween number. Four. Uh, uh, yeah. I've given it. I've given three stars three to stars the first, three stars or more to the first one, the third one, H two O and twenty eighteen, and then this one. This, yeah. I. So that's about where I'm looking. Yeah. Somewhere below. I, I, I don't think it's better than any of those movies I just listed. So I'm good with below. Okay. H two O. Below H two O. for yeah. sure. But around there and is where I want to start yeah. talking. Okay, and that's I. Uh, that's fine. I can do I can do ends below H two O, but above four and five. Okay. Which are kind of like uh, two two different uh, two different parts of the same movie. Uh, so yeah, let's go let's go ends in fifth place. Okay. What is our final ranking from bottom to top? All right. So our uh, our bottom tier uh, is going to be worst one, Halloween Resurrection, which we saw with Ahmad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It's Sorry. In incapably bad. I <laughs> uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween one, Rob Zombie's Halloween two, okay. and then Halloween six, The Curse of Michael Myers. We went with two over one for the zombie ones. That's right. I forgot. Mm. Yes. Not my personal order, but I can see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. I think the. I think the trade there was that we went two over one, but kept them both below six. Yeah. Sure. I uh, six has Loomis. It does. And a bad Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, um, right. I heard about this. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all, all of those movies are atrocious. Uh, then we get a tear break. Uh, and I think we do... And then we go Halloween 2, Halloween Kills, Halloween 4, and Halloween 5. Yeah. I think in their own, uh, in their own tier of like, that wasn't good, but had something going yeah, on. Yeah, some of these are rewatchable around Halloween time for some fun, you yeah. know, with friends moments. Yeah. Then uh, our top five, which I will not tear break because I think is uh, probably a little too divisive here. Sure. It's Halloween Ends, Halloween H2O, Halloween 2018, Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch, and Halloween. The original. There you go. Is of course the best one and truly in a tier of its own. Right, yeah. one, of, one of the best uh, yeah, tier for sure ever made. Yeah. Now, I do want to mention before we we leave this that the whole point of the reason why I wanted to do this was take a look at a uh, at a comprehensive look at a horror franchise that has spanned forty four years at this point mm-hmm. and see how it's changed with the way films are made, how it's changed with audiences' tastes. 
how it's changed with directors and, and stuff. Um, is there anything, Noah, out of that that you have learned or gained from, from watching all 13 of these movies in the last uh, month? Yeah, I mean, I think, the, I think the biggest thing for me is just how distinct the eras of Halloween feel, mm-hmm. uh, which worked out really well for the purposes of this podcast and breaking it up into five chunks. Yeah. But, like, the first three Halloweens all feel like they like they look like the same movie. Obviously, Halloween 3 is a completely different thing. But, like, it, it feels like it was made at the same time and by... And they were all like, made by with Carpenter's involvement. The first one he wrote mm-hmm. directed, the second one he wrote, and the third one uh, he gave his blessing to to, like, do an anthology kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. And then... Four, five, and six are the Jamie their, Lloyd their own well, their the own Loomis Loomis their own little trilogy. Yeah, Jamie Lloyd Loomis is back. Yeah, I, and those are very those are very eighties in the sense of like teens making dumb decisions, uh, bad music. You know, this kind of like quick editing. Yeah. The stories are the movies are so short. The the sort of uh, the sort of like super high concept cult stuff going mm. on. Yeah, I. H2O and uh, H2O and Resurrection. The bringing back of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, are su- suddenly like... The first legacy much, sequel. Much more modern. Like immediately, not yeah. like modern of today. We got two huge hip-hop stars yeah. in the movies. We're stunt casting all of a sudden. Yeah. Hot young cast. Michelle Josh Hartnett. Yeah, exactly. Here. Hot uh, young cast. Yeah, and then again, it is segmented into the Rob Zombie movies, which... Very 2000s Forever horror. feel like their own thing. Yeah, Forever, for 2000s horror where it's like it's brutal, it's violent. People, they you know they think that audiences want to see people suffer. Like goes the into Final the Destination su- type of type of movies, or like, like Saw, that. where it's oh, like you okay. know people are getting like cut in half, and you like you feel them yeah, doing like, that. Like it's every, agonizing. Everything is like rusty and yeah, uh, like dirty, and yeah, dirty, okay. and just like feels gross. There, there's a moment in Halloween too where he slams a naked woman into a mirror maybe seven times, <laughs> just <laughs> over and over again, and to the point where we were watching it with Joe, and I was like, "Do it again!" He did it again. <laughs> I said, do it again! And he did it again. And that happened three times. As a joke, I was saying, do it again. Yeah, he wouldn't, um, he wouldn't stop. It's, the, it's that kind of thing. Right? Okay. wearing his big coat. Yeah. Uh, I want to go as Rob Zombie, Mike Myers, for Halloween next year. He's going to spend the whole year... Big hood and big beard. beard. Is, that, that is, coat. is that Rob Zombie's real name? Is that his, Or is that like a... Uh, his name is not Zombie. Name. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Mrs. Zombie? <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie, his wife. Yeah. Um, no, and then there's also just like a lot of nudity, but in this also dirty, where it's like there's like, I think uh, Danielle Harris, who played the girl Jamie Lloyd, who's like eight in four and five, mm-hmm. is in it, and I think both of her scenes have her just naked and like covered in blood, uh, and like di- like especially in the first one, she's like lying in that foyer. Just covered in blood, like bleeding out and stuff. It's just there's a lot of yeah rough stuff in it, yeah. which is very apropos of like the Texas Chainsaw remake. Saw like just very gritty and dirty. It a lot you know there's a lot of theorists that it has to do with our post 9/11 kind of mm-hmm. thing. We really got violent and all. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, it is very segmented in that regard. Uh, and then yeah, this uh, this trilogy, one person which... too, a singular vision like the zombie one. Yeah, and like which just just talking about it like. And this is this is really, I think, Halloween Kills' fault more than uh, more than Ends. But like, wouldn't what if Ends was the same movie except instead of Corey, 
it was the boyfriend from the first two movies. Or Allison. Yeah, I, I guess I guess or Allison. Uh, I I I, I kind of like the idea that we still get to like root for Allison, but mm. but yeah, throughout throughout this entire uh, this entire franchise, they keep coming back to the idea of like Michael Myers is a corrupting force mm. and is sort of going to pass on his evilness to the little niece Jamie, which like then he he doesn't actually, but like they faint towards it or towards uh, new Laurie in the Rob Zombie movies, but then they don't make any more of those. So right. And also, get... they just did nothing with Laurie in those movies. Yeah, so we don't get to pay that off. And, like, this is the first franchise that actually does, like, make a new Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, and if they'd had the... If they'd had kind of that, uh, that ability to go from the beginning, and, like, I don't actually want it to be the boyfriend, because he stinks. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> but, but if they had just, like... If they had had Corey as like a friend in these movies, and now suddenly he's getting uh, like he's if getting if 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 the friend who tried to kiss her, yeah, had yeah. lived, yeah, that guy, that guy, a lover scorned, yeah, yeah, uh, and then things just go from bad to worse, and now he actually does make this transition to Michael Myers that they've been trying to do from the jump. I. I just said that would, that would have been cool. I wish they'd yeah. done that instead of making Halloween kills. <laughs> I think there is just such a through line, though, between these movies of, like, the stronghold is Mike. And this, you know, there were other slashers before this, but Halloween cemented the formula for the 80s and for movies into the 90s. Um, it is the prototype, and I think that regardless of when these movies are made and comes out, it's that music, it's that mask, it's the knife, it's the presence Mm -hmm. of the shape that um, is so strong. And I think that's why he's one of my favorite villains. Like there's Jason does not have this kind of screen presence and charisma that Mike does. And, um, and I think that that's the guiding force. They've never once thought to add another component to their main villain. He is just, person who likes to kill yeah except that time when there was the cult except that time (laughs) that they were going to use him they apparently kept him alive to do their bidding yes Uh, tough stuff um (laughs) all right that's it next halloween we'll have another uh series maybe saw since saw's coming back sure next year maybe the amityville movies maybe the amityville movies i probably saw um (laughs) I like the idea of doing it when there's one in the theater that we can uh, crescendo. Sure. We can do the Anvil movies for uh, the tournament. We'll do the Anvil, the four Anvil horrors against each other. A quick final <laughs> quick four. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, but uh, that's it. We net coming up, we, we're discussing currently season screenings. So that'll be back. We'll be picking some holiday movies to watch. Um, Ahmad, thanks for joining us on these two apps. It's always wonderful to have you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Um... We'll probably see you again for, if not sooner, the next tournament we do, yeah. which we're also discussing ah. right now. Um, a lot of ideas for that. Do you have anything you want to plug at all? Your, uh, your no, no. Instagram? Really. <laughs> I mean, last, yeah. Last time you did your Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at <laughs> goodkidshycity, C-H-I city. Uh, that's it. Should we just do the end of the episode? Why not? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, I, there's no early reaction. Uh, recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend. How about a mod? Well, I'll give a mod some time to think. Noah, go. 
Yeah, I go to see. What have I seen recently? Ahmad, take your time. Uh, think about. <laughs> take as long as you need to think about the right answer. Noah, go. Appreciate it. Uh, so I, I recently saw this uh, this little movie called Halloween Ends. <laughs> uh, in theaters, in fact. This will come uh, out after the holiday Halloween. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, man. What's in theater? I mean, you've done this one already, but like, there's got there's got to be some fun uh, some fun horror movies going on. Uh, sticking around, uh, wrap up the uh, wrap up the spooky season. Sure, go uh, go check out something at your local uh, Cinematheque. I haven't seen any of the movies that I'm going to recommend, but I am saying we are now in November. Things are expanding. There are Oscar movies out there waiting for you. Tar, Decision to Leave, Triangle of Sadness, Banshees of Inishirin, all coming out and around you. Go see uh, Art House Cinema. Um, they're great, and uh, you experience a different side of uh, movies that you not normally would, and they're supposed to be great movies, so go see them. Triangle of Sadness, read up on before you go. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, everything else, I think you can go in blind. Um, but yeah, that's what I recommend. There are a lot of art house coming out right now. Go go see a movie you wouldn't normally see. Ahmad, what do you got? Um, I'm going to recommend three movies. Uh, an older movie, a movie that is... Uh, probably in theaters now, but or available now, and one coming out in a few weeks. Uh, go watch Evil Dead. Um, yes, the one remake? of the most gruesome. Yeah, the 2013 okay. one. One of the most gruesome movies I've ever seen. And I yeah. loved it. Um, so go watch that. It's on streaming somewhere. It was on Hulu, was it not? Is that where we that watched sounds it? Right. We watched yeah. it somewhere. Yeah. Um, the original is also great, but yeah, the remake is very vicious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, watch Barbarian mm-hmm. now available on HBO Max. Um, I'm I'm gonna rewatch that movie maybe this weekend um, <laughs> because it was a great movie and I'm excited to watch it a second time knowing what happens and just kind of figuring out how all of that um, affects me the second time around um, and go see Black Panther: Wakanda Forever when it comes out November, November 11th. 11th. Make sure you pre-order your tickets if you haven't already. We're going on Thursday. Oh Woo! yeah, very excited. Oh yeah, Noah. Yes. Did you already do it? No. Oh, yeah, you did. No. Recommend a movie? Yeah. 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 You already did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Um, that's it for us. Next week is... What the hell comes out next week? The week... Yeah, go ahead and click on... Uh, what is what is uh, what is next week? The fourth, probably. Uh, Armageddon time? No, that won't be wide. Okay, nothing's coming <laughs> out next week. Maybe we'll take a break. Who knows? Um... <laughs> Because in two weeks, we got Black Panther. Hell yeah. So that'll be big. All right. That's it for us at What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. See you maybe next week. And as always, if you feel safe, go see a movie.